always look for a chance to find people you want to connect with and be looking for them because this has been awesome. You can imagine my surprise when I turn around and I see someone that I haven't talked to in over 20 years, but used to be my Sunday school teacher at church. <laughs> Today Amazing. I'm chatting with Jeff Magner. Jeff, I'm Jared Easley. This is Star of the Doubts. Welcome, Jeff. Oh, man, I'm so glad to be here. So glad to see you <laughs> yeah, out, we're of, at- out of nowhere. Where's that happen? Right? So what brings you to San Diego? So we're in San Diego here at the social media conference, just trying to learn everything we can for our own marketing side. I had no idea we might run into you. I had no idea I was going to run into you, too. So when we did run into each other, it really probably made my day. I, I feel like that's a good thing and the true thing to say. So No, absolutely. Uh, for me for as well. Yeah. It's been a long time and really excited <laughs> to see you. Yeah, and it's funny because now you live and you and your family live in Houston, Texas. I'm in uh, South Florida, but that's not where we originally hung out. Where did we originally hang out? Ed, uh, way, I don't know, over two decades ago in Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, Alabama. Wow. And here we are in San Diego. I don't know even the last time I've been to Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, it's been I, years for me. That I could even think of. So it's if you a- ever get a chance, don't. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, you should. It's not that bad. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, Jeff, I am thrilled to see you, and I want to hear about what's been going on. So let's, let's just start there. Uh, what, what are you doing currently, and, and what's going on with you? Well, it's been real exciting to see. You never know the path that God's going to take you on. And so right now we found ourselves in Texas about eight years ago, yep. working in retail like I always have. And in the furniture side, we're doing the furniture stores with a licensee group there that has about 30 stores in four states. And just about three months ago, I decided to jump in and start doing their marketing for them as, as the vice president of marketing. So congratulations on that. And then you're here at a conference for social media. Would you consider yourself social media savvy? Absolutely not. That's why I'm here. I, uh, I, I, We're getting I, some laughter here from the I, peanut gallery. Yeah, most, mostly my staff over here that thinks that that's the, the funniest thing they've ever heard. Yeah, that's that, why, that's, you know, they always have to surround yourself with great people. That's why I hired people yeah. that know anything about the other species. You're the average of the yeah. five people you spend the most time with. I just don't have any, uh, any knowledge. I'm learning. I, I, 11 years late, I joined Facebook a year ago, and so I'm, I'm late to the party, but I'm getting there, right? Well, and you're in a good place because this is not a bad place to – Find out what's going on with social media and some of the best strategies that work for business, for even for personal use. So, absolutely. Yeah. And this year, I mean, I, just like everyone else, we're uh, more than six times what we're spending in the digital social space than last year. And next year, it'll probably be the same thing again. We just started with almost nothing, especially in our industry and in the furniture business. There's very little people, but not no one's really owning that space very well in furniture. Jeff, something else about you that's interesting is outside of your daily responsibilities with your job and family. You're also someone who likes to speak. You're someone who likes to help others. So let's talk a little bit about what drives that and what's that about. Absolutely. At, yeah. at the core, it's just a matter of just loving people, just really having to find a way to, to reach out to folks, to add value to their life, to encourage them. Maybe something I've gone through as a struggle in the past, whether it be something you know financial or career or health-wise or whatever it might be, that I maybe can lend a hand and take somebody through some place that I've been before that I maybe shorten their path to success. You mentioned health and and I want to go there for a little bit. You've had a tremendous success with uh, (laughs) losing weight. So let's tell your story. Well, like a lot of Americans, I used to eat more than I worked out, had many more calories every day that went in than went out and uh, got to about a 340 pound size. And uh, yeah, I can't even picture you at 340. (laughs) Thankfully, that's about 110 pounds ago. We got about 20, 25 more to go still. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's revolutionary to be back into health and fitness and energy 
it's amazing. And I, I didn't even know what I was missing being where I was. And, and like most people, it just happens over time. and You don't even see it happening. So one day you wake up and that's kind of where you are. Was it like you looked at pictures and you're like, whoa, what happened? Or what, 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 anything other than that? There's that. Obviously, you, you knew you weren't where, weren't where you wanted to be. You know, in, in my, uh, my family was always encouraging me in a very positive, loving way that I might want to do something so I could stick around longer for them. Yeah. I, I did go to a conference and heard more about what it takes to, uh, to kind of burn the boats, to take the island and make it something of a complete past. And so that's what I did. I went to, a, it, strangely enough, a Tony Robbins event. And, and that's the one thing I got out of it more than anything was just that I, it was time to say no more of, of unhealthy and only about healthy. Amen. Okay, so for someone who's listening to this and saying, I need to probably make some changes. I'm kind of struggling with that. What encouragement do you give them? Just to start. Just to start. It's an old Dale Carnegie thing, right? Just motion just gets you going. And if you sit there, you don't do anything, you don't go anywhere. So it's like uh, the old expression, worries like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't take you anywhere, right? And if you don't, just move. Just You'll never get it right the first time, but you'll never get it right at all if you don't start. So what were some of those moves for you in that beginning phase? Just really just uh, actually moving, walking. I went walking every day. And I knew that I'd burn more calories if I walked. And then I got to where I was walking uh, at least 45 minutes every day to get the heart rate up and then burn some extra calories and mixed in along with that some better eating habits. But those two things really got things started. You lose a pound or two or 10 or 12 and it's progress. And it just makes you feel good to see the progress on the scale or in the mirror. It just motivates you to keep moving. Wow. And okay, so at what point after you started making those decisions, started following through the walking stuff, were you seeing that it was actually moving the needle? It wasn't long at all, honestly. Yeah. It was, and uh, in, in, in I guess when you're in really bad shape, you know, it's easy to see progress. When you're broken, you have a dime. You have more than you had when you were broke. That's right? true. So it wasn't long, but it definitely picked up momentum. And the momentum really came from people noticing it outside of me, like my family or my friends. And then once they start seeing it, and it wasn't about pleasing them or making myself feel better by what they said, but it sure helped a lot when they would notice and say, "Man, you really look good." And of course, what you might think in your mind, well, how do I look before if I look that good now? And how it must have been, but anyway, it was just still very encouraging. Yeah. What are some things that you're learning right now in life that you feel are applicable to just life lessons, business, whatever? Absolutely. A big one is for me is opportunity. I can look back at several times and you can't do anything out of the past. You shouldn't focus on it, but you can't learn from it. And I realize that if you don't take opportunity when it's there, it may not be there again. And so I just am learning a lot about every day how to be ready for opportunities when they come up. Even something as small as having some dollars in my pocket to help a, a homeless or needy person when I run into them. I can't do it if I don't have it. Or maybe it's just a, a being able to build some margins of time into my day. So if someone needs to talk or have a concern or they have an issue, need a little counsel or a little advice or consulting, I have time to put it in because I didn't have my calendar so packed I couldn't do it. Okay, so for someone who's feeling like, well, I, I don't see opportunity right in front of me, how can they maybe create their own opportunities or, or how can they look at that differently? What, I'm sure you've run into that before. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, you know, it's, it sounds weird, but I'll steal a, a quick quote from Tony Robbins. He says, to yeah. go where it's better and it'll hit you. And that sounds really stupid, but I, it, being at this conference, being at a different place, being at a meeting with a friend, calling a friend you haven't seen for a long time, touching base with somebody on social media that you haven't talked to, I reached out to a friend of mine that from when I was eight years old, and we have a thing going out encouraging each other on a regular basis. And I haven't even talked to this guy in 40 years. Just to get where it's better, and something will hit you. But if you, if you stay dormant or docile and you don't move or you stay stagnant, it'll never happen. But if you just had to get out there. Yeah. 
I want to talk about encouragement for a moment. What's the difference between just saying something to be nice, patronizing versus sincere encouragement? I think it's obvious to most people which way you're going with that, right? Whether yeah. you're saying something because you feel like you have to or whatever, like insincere or not authentic like you were talking about. I think the real thing has to come from the right place. It does seem like that's very noticeable. Authenticity is so rare these days. It's kind of noticeable. I think, and Biblically, I think it's just an important thing that we're supposed to encourage one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Yeah. And I, I believe that, that it's a calling that we have and that when you're doing it sincerely from your heart, I think people just know that. It's just, it's rare. You look them in the eye, you tell them from your heart, it comes from a place of love and you're consistent with that and you do it on a regular basis. It's not just a one-off. I think people start knowing that it's for real. Yeah. Do you have a specific story about that? For encouraging people that came across authentically? Yes. I had a a lady that came by my office the other day. We haven't talked much. She's on our staff, but in a different department. It's one of these things where I had some margin built in, like I talked about, and she came in out of nowhere. We spent 15 minutes together. But the point is I was open to the conversation. I had a chance to share with her an encouraging thing that was going on with her daughter and her and uh, the things that were in their life. And she really broke down and, and cried right there in the office and was so excited about what I was sharing with her. She could see the authenticity. The point I made earlier about it has to be regular and be kind of normal. So since then, it's been a month or two ago, we've encouraged each other on a regular basis in the hallway or back in the office. And the point is she needed some love. She just needed somebody to be in her corner for her. And it made a a special effect on her life and on mine. Because the person who gives always is the one who seems to get more out of it than the one who's receiving anyway. Yeah, that's well said. Jeff, what would you say, or we'll just keep it at three, but what are the three biggest priorities in your life right now? It's easy. By far, God, right? I had, okay. I, thankfully, I've had a relationship with Jesus almost my whole life since I was about nine. And since that time, I haven't missed many days of quiet time every morning. It's the first thing I do. A little prayer, a little Bible study every morning. Secondly is certainly my wife, 27 years, and she's been amazing and put up with me a long time. And then thirdly is, is, is if you could put kids in there and do it as family, my kids are very important. And it's the third priority or you put them in second with the family. And the third thing is just really what I do in my vocation. And that's a little bit split because you have the thing you do to make money and you have inside of that thing you do to make money. How do you add value to people's lives in that workplace, in the place where you happen to find where you are, where God has you planted? How can you grow there and help other people? So simply said, God, family, and my vocation, my calling. Yeah. Let's do finish this sentence. If you ever get a chance to blank. Jump out of a plane. (laughs) Have you done that? I have. A tandem jump outside out of a plane. I did. I thought it was the craziest thing. My wife. Oh, I don't think I'd do that. She's a thrill seeker. Wanted to do it. We did it. It was awesome. Good for you. (laughs) I don't know if I'll do it again, but it was the most amazing thing. Were you nervous? Oh, scared to death. Scared (laughs) to death. She made me go first because she's afraid I might bail if she went first. (laughs) You seem pretty extroverted. Like nothing would really make you fearful. Like you get up and talk to a crowd. No problem. So it's interesting to hear that, you know, you might have some fear going into a jumping out of a plane. It was scary. It was, but, <laughs> but the, the feeling afterwards certainly paid off for it. Made, it, made it worth it. What's a scenario where you've been a little bit anxious outside of the, you know, jumping out of the plane, and then you went through with it and realized, hey, that wasn't so bad? Oh, oh there's thousands of them. Uh, this new job for one of them. I've never, sure. I've, I've taken on the marketing world. I've been some part of marketing my whole life, but doing it as the person at the helm that has to be responsible for hitting the numbers in traffic and growth and, and also on budgets. So far, working out pretty good, but a little anxious, a little... Uh, trepidation to start with finish this sentence the one thing i haven't done but plan to is oh there's so many i finish <laughs> it quickly i need to uh i would like to uh mountain climb interesting 
Jeff Magner, the mountain climber. <laughs> climbing mountains every day anyway, right? You should do one literally, right? What, are you going to go to Colorado and climb a mountain? What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't want to do anything crazy big, but yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll start with some uh, some small ones there maybe. That's a good plan. Okay, finish the sentence. I am going to write a book, and the title is going to be? How to Get Where I Am Shorter in Less Time. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the synopsis on that? <laughs> well, like just letting somebody else learn uh, without having the, the pains and struggles that you know everybody yeah. has to go through. Maybe a little bit of a shortcut to success. No, that's fantastic. Uh, Jeff, always great to chat, even if it's been 20-plus years. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm grateful for you sitting down with me today at lunch and uh, having a little bit of time to break bread and just catch up, and I uh, really am thrilled to see you. Obviously, I wish you well in your business and your life and your family, and just thank you again. The pleasure's mine. It's really been a blessing. So we'll close it out. Uh, what, where can people connect with you online? They can uh, find me on Facebook real easy. It's just Jeff Magner. I'm on Facebook, uh, yep. on, on Twitter, same thing. Jeff Magner on Twitter? Yeah. Okay, i got to follow you on Twitter. And then uh, last question we always ask is, do you have any final thoughts? Yes. Always look for a chance to find people you want to connect with and be looking for them because this has been awesome. Absolutely. I agree. Great to see you. Thank you, Jeff. 